0: Welcome to the Green Divas Radio Show. Host Green Diva Meg, co-host Green Diva Lisa, and sidekick Green Dude Scott share resources and ideas as they explore fun and low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green. And now, your host, Green Diva Meg.
1: I don't think anybody can see me dancing, thank God. Was that God. the
2: swim? What was that? Yeah, I, <laughs> was. I was. Does that have something to do with all the flooding? <laughs> God.
1: Again. Oh, my gosh, it's still... Yeah, I
2: know, again, right, last week? Let me
1: just welcome everybody to the Green Divas radio show. Thank you for uh, tuning in. We have a fun shoe. Let me do my little Ed Sullivan thing there. (laughs) Very busy show. Lots of interesting and fun things to entertain and inform you about. Let me just talk about um, our online media partners and give them a little heads up. And Lisa's giving me a signal for something.
3: You didn't introduce yourself and ourselves. Oh,
1: my God. I'm she did all too. out of whack already.
2: She was busy dancing.
1: I was. I was doing the dance. Okay. I am Green Diva Meg.
2: And I'm Green Diva Lisa. And Green Dude Scott.
1: Thank you, Lisa. Anyway, we have some. so anxious to get going here. Uh, I know. We have uh, some wonderful online media partners that help um, share the information and expand the Green Diva family. So check them out care2.com, eatdrinkbetter.com. EarthGarage.com ecoseed.org, dot org Green Revolution Radio out of Arizona Tucson, Arizona, feelgoodstyle.com, Grateful Dread Public Radio. And uh there you go. There's some others uh, coming on board and you'll hear about them. Um anyway, today our Green Diva correspondent is Laima. Wait, what? Am I saying that right? Yep. Laima Brown from mm-hmm. Gulf Shores, Alabama <laughs> She has a very interesting and lovely name, and I apologize if I'm I'm screwing it up, but um, Laima Brown. And our interview guest is Shannon Coulter, who's the um, VP of Marketing and Community at One Block Off the Grid, an innovative solar company. But she's calling – one of the things we want to talk to her about is she did an article about the buying power of women and how they are not being marketed to – properly in, um, you know, for solar products and energy products. And I, 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 the article really got my attention because I think it's true.
3: We've actually done a lot of homework on that since and have discovered that the buying power is quite strong, that women are making those decisions now. There's certainly a lot of more more single women uh, running family and households and owning homes, um, but also the relationship between Men and women has changed in that they are sharing those responsibilities in new ways as well.
1: So I'm really interested to talk to her a little bit more. Um, We'll have our Sleeping Naked is Green segment, which ought to be fun and interesting. And uh, Lisa is going to do – we've renamed her Repurposing segment because that word is – I don't know.
2: You've (laughs) repurposed
1: it? We've, we've, <laughs> we've, we've,
2: we've, <laughs> so, what did you change it to?
3: Well, we're re- repurposing the expression "take two and some of that is partly because I'm a filmmaker, and uh, we'll use that with a sound effect, and eventually, a and clap. It'll be all our take two. It's just a. I'm so interested in sharing ways to um, not consumerize and buy new things, um, but use the things that we have to make, make our lives better. Make the most out of
1: what you got, baby. Yeah. So, um and also I want to invite throughout the show, I really want to invite uh listeners to call in. Um and and you can call us at 973-267-9687. I'm going to say it again so get your pen ready cuz you want to call. 973-267-9687. You can talk to us, ask us questions, tell us your you know, we've had some interesting callers with uh, good ideas that we had not thought of yet. Um,
3: you can also uh, post and check out our um, website, which is Green Diva. Or, well, the website is thegreendivas.com. That's T H E, greendivas.com. And you can also tap in on Facebook, which is Green Divas
1: Radio Show. Ta da! So, yeah, find us, chat with us, interact with us. We're having some really good conversations, as a matter of fact, on our Facebook page. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Green Diva Meg, while we're on our commercial (laughs) pitch. I feel like we're on this, you know, self-promotion pitch at the moment.
3: And I'm uh, Green Diva Lisa on Twitter as well.
1: And Scotty's getting there. I have to I have to tweet. You're a farmer dude. Anyway, um just moving on, I I wanted to just spend a few minutes to acknowledge that uh, this weekend is a big anniversary for all of us and and we come from it from different uh places but 911 uh, uh the attacks occurred 10 years ago tomorrow. And um you know, it's um well living where we live here in northern New Jersey Many of us were directly affected because uh, if we don't work in New York, we know people that work in New York. Um, You know, that skyline is... um, Well, it was
2: visible to us. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Watched it happen.
3: One of the things that I've been thinking about in this 10 years later, and we're hearing about all the health issues that people have had, I would love to... um, remind people that there are some alternative ways of getting toxin, metal toxins out of your body. And what my recommendation is is that you find a reliable uh, naturopath or homeopath um, and find out what some of these ways are, because they're not necessarily spoken about in traditional Western medicine
1: yeah and, and, and
3: toxins where you know we have mercury and all of these things that came out of those buildings and that were in the air
2: well, we all carry toxins we all do it 's good for all, all
3: of that? us it 's good for all of us, but particularly right. these people who are suffering from. Severe, absolutely exposure. diseases and cancer from this from this exposure. And that...
1: there were so many people that flocked there in the the two weeks after to try to help, yeah. and uh, the people that just lived down in that area really, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and that does affect a lot of people a lot more. And while it is really important to remember those that uh, died that day and especially the, the the brave firefighters and police officers and responders that that went running into that mess. Mm-hmm. I think it's also really important to acknowledge the folks that survived it. Yeah. You know that live with the horror that they saw, the pain that they felt, their you know the people who were you know hurt. Um and
3: we're very sensitive to
1: everything that happened here in New York,
3: but of course there's two other yes, locations right. that um, are going through the same kinds of things that we're all going through in this uh, anniversary.
1: Yeah, and it affected the whole country and mm-hmm. probably, you know, rippling out to the world in, in many ways because big old U.S. took a hit. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'd like to think the the one good thing that I, I look back on is there was a period of time after 9-11 when we really all did seemed to be kinder to each other and gentler with each other and um unfortunately it didn't last very long.
3: <laughs> I, I you know I I yeah. maybe I have to long. say I'm a little disappointed in the the you know there was so much talk about revenge and anger and and all of that stuff that the the ability for us to bond together in a positive way was very short and I hope
1: that well. I hope some of it lasted, and I hope some of it, some of that, will be remembered in in this, you know, memorial weekend. Which, you know, the news started yesterday, mm.
2: oh, and it's, well, been it's been
1: nonstop it, here in New York. Now, if you're listening in from San Diego, maybe you're not, you know, getting the Probably. same.
2: Well, I think I, there's so much on television; it's being rehashed, and you know rebroadcast again and again. And it's it's uh, something that you, you all have to, you know, pay attention to. I mean, there's people that are going to be saddened by it. It's, right. so it's definitely something that needs well, to be done. Well, I mean, we I have to, friends you who have
1: PTSD that were there, down there that day oh, sure. and saw things that, you know... You know, Scotty, you might have seen, in, in your line of work and as a Marine, but as a citizen, we're not accustomed to seeing those things. And no,
2: it, it was definitely a shock, and of yeah. course, I think most of us can remember how we felt leading up to the nine eleven. I mean, we were comfortable at home, mm-hmm. and now, you know, now we all understand that, that we are subject to the horrors of.
1: Was well, a little more violence,
2: vulnerability there, right? yeah, and that yeah. will always be with us.
3: Well let's bring our best selves forward as we um remember this on this tenth anniversary.
2: Good.
1: Very nice note, and on that note let's shift gears and um well what <laughs> <laughs> can talk about I think um I think is going to talk a little bit about uh what's going on in the Gulf down there in Alabama no point. post after the Gulf incident last year. Mm-hmm. Right? Was that a year ago?
2: What's that? The oil, the oil spill. Oh yes, absolutely. They've had so many problems oh, yeah. down there.
1: So maybe this is some good news. I don't know. Let's talk to Lima about what's going on down there. Hello, Lima. Hello. Am I saying your name right? Yes,
4: it's Lima.
1: Lima. It really is like Lima bean. You told me it that.
2: Is. <laughs> I know. Oh. Sorry, I don't like Lima beans. I love <laughs> I Lima. I love don't Lima.
4: Don't say that. It's- it's everybody's favorite legume. I know it is. Little suck-a-tash. Lima I
2: like you, just don't like lima beans. Okay.
1: Well.
2: <laughs> Are you well, like we'll
1: succotash, man?
2: <laughs> so what's we'll going get on? you to like them. We'll... What's going on down there at Gulf Shores?
4: Well, there's a couple things. I thought I'd start with the BP's um, deep cleaning process. Kind of a little quickie update on the oil spill down here. Um, I don't want to be a downer, <laughs> but. <laughs> They're working, what what the process involves is, it's like sifting through the sand um, at least several feet. There still is a bit of that oil, well, not a bit, I'd say quite a bit of the oil residue left, and it basically binds to the sand and it makes little tarballs and things, so they're working on that. And, you know, BP vows to return the, um, the beach to its pre-spill conditions, but the process is a little controversial because, you know, again, there's all these little creatures in the shells and stuff. They're just pooping basically everything up and then kind of
2: you know spitting it back out. So. <laughs> well, but, the other the other day I saw an ad that looked like an ad for uh, tourism for the Gulf Shores, or the Gulf Shore mm-hmm. area, and oh, it was cool. a it was a full length you know ad for come on down and enjoy the, the Gulf beach. Shores, and at the very end comes up sponsored by BP. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I Why didn't know. That? I didn't stay with it long enough, but I saw this ad too, and somebody represented Mississippi, Alabama, right. you know, four, four I different mean, states.
4: Yeah, they've been doing you know some promotions because basically you know, true, the tourism is like one of the you know the main industry down here. So you know, we want to get the tourists down. And actually, you know, visibly, you know, you really can't see, you know, so much what's left like you could before. But you know, it doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs>
2: Right. Well, you need the tourism to come back, and it's good that they're they're doing that. I'm I'm sure they're yeah. doing it in in response to what you know what they did that they did.
1: Are there are there shrimpers and and fisher uh folks that come out of Gulf Shores, Alabama, and are you eating shrimp from down there yeah. now?
4: Yes, yeah, so I was going to say. I mean, that's a really another big you know industry you know that provides work opportunities for people down here, and you know they're saying you know they're testing the water and saying it's within the base you know it's okay. Um, but, again, you know, it's kind of hard to know. Um, and, you know, I just read a little bit in the Mobile Register in the Islander, two little papers we have done here, and they're saying that, you know, the sea life is coming back, you know, just like it was before pretty much. So, you know, I mean, people are eating it. And, you know, I've eaten it and things, but...
3: <sighs> <laughs> There's a pause. Yeah, there was a you pause. Laughed.
4: I know. <laughs> I know. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to know. I mean, you know... With, you know, it's out there still somewhere, you know, and, and with the dispersants and all, too. But, you know, the testing is saying it's fine. So, you know, I guess that's, you know, everyone's personal choice, what they decide to do. Or
2: who well, they as decide as, to trust. As long as it's not BP doing the testing, we're good.
4: Mm-hmm, yeah, I believe exactly. it's the USDA. There is, you know what, there is, there's it's called SCAT Teams, the Shoreline Cleanup Assessment Techniques Team. And, it's you know, it's the federal government, the state, BP, you know, Alabama, um, you know, local, county, they're all involved, you know. So hopefully it's like a balanced, you know, assessment and reporting.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, what's the life cycle of a shrimp, right? I mean, you know, and how, mm-hmm. how many generations of shrimp have, um, well, it have occurred? Well, it's dependent if it gets
2: caught and fried up.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. No, and I'm saying, but how many generations of shrimp have gotten um, have we gotten through since... Things have calmed down and begun to mm-hmm. clean up
2: right well where this where the the oil is 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 being held makes a big difference I mean if the water is clear and clean and they're living in the water they're not feeding from the bottom mm-hmm. then they should be it should be just fine their 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 food source is unaffected then then they're fine
3: mm-hmm.
4: how about the cor- oh, we'll keep fingers
3: crossed <laughs> how How about the coral reefs have they been I mean, it ha- you know, has there been damage to them because of the shipping, ships cleaning? and?
4: We have more of the, like, um, not natural reefs, I'd say, down here. It's kind of that they put out these big um, uh, metal things, like barriers and things for the reefs to build on. And, uh-huh. um, you know, again, you know, I think in the reports I've read, and basically, I mean, there was a ban last year on fishing and things for a while. So things, you know, that kind of helped the, the sea life come back quite a bit, too. Because if, you, if you're not harvesting the sea life, but the reports are saying that everything's you know on track, looking good. I guess they hope to do it on like, pre-still conditions before um, I like January. That's what they're saying. But they do. Well, they do it. oh, go ahead.
3: Last w- last week we talked about um, the coral reefs being built through eternal reefs. Which uh-huh. was uh, an ability to put cremains in cement balls and, and place them down in the reefs and the reefs. Do you know
1: do you know we have worked eternal reefs into the last three shows? <laughs> it's
3: such a I great love- idea though, you know. <laughs> know it, well it is. And we are talking right now about, you know, replenishing the gulf. Yeah. I
4: love that idea though. I think that's really cool. I've actually thought about
1: doing that. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to mention that um Lima uh, is a is an artist and she has a, a a beautiful I don't know if you want to call it a company, but her her, her artistic name is Art Weeds, which I love. I love that. <laughs> and um and she uses repurposed materials and, and makes all kinds of jewelry and interesting accessories.
2: Where can we see her stuff?
1: Well I actually I have some photos, and I, I don't know if I posted them or yet or not. And I apologize, but I, I will because I'm wearing some a pin and a bracelet. And she Aww. sent me, yeah, she sent me some lovely things. And I wanted I want people to pay attention. You can find her on Facebook. And you want to tell us what your website is.
4: Yeah, it's artweeds, A-R-T-W-E-E-D-S dot com, and that's basically, I love, you know, anything it's that Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, that, and what is a weed, a plant whose virtues have not yet been discovered.
1: Exactly. I love, I love it. it.
2: Thank you for clarifying that.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and well, it's because I love turning things, you know, that might not be necessarily so beautiful on the surface into something beautiful and reusing and recycling and all that, and did you want me to talk a little bit about the zoo today? or Well, what? I think we
1: ran out of time. Okay. I'm sorry, but I think um, okay. next time you call in, you're going to tell okay. us more.
3: And it was great, so great to get an update on what's going on in the Gulf. We've all been concerned. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well,
4: thank, yeah. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be able to share what's going on down there well, on the Gulf Coast.
1: So. We'll have you back in a couple of weeks to for Wonderful. an update. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank talk you to all. you soon. Bye. Bye. Um, so we're going to go to a break mm-hmm. now, and then we're going to come back with Um, all kinds of fun stuff, so please stay tuned. Good morning. What the heck happened to you last night? (laughs) Oh, it's
3: just my old mattress. You know, I want one of those memory foam mattresses, but they're so toxic. I
1: really can't go there. You have to try Essentia. They're the only company making outrageously comfortable, all-natural foam mattresses. You know, like Tempur-Pedic, but healthier. Really? Essentia? Really, And I hear they're giving away $300 with the purchase of any mattress if you mention the Green Divas radio show. Find a store near you at MyEssentia.com. I want Green Diva nails without all the nasty toxic chemicals. I've got the solution. I just tried
3: this G2 Organics Non-Toxic Odor-Free Nail Polish and Remover. Did I mention odor-free? Look at my gorgeous toes. And you should see the colors. The colors are great. And the best part?
1: Each one comes with its cool little touch-up tube. And I guess since it doesn't smell, you can whip it out anywhere. The touch-up tube, I mean. Find out more at G2Organics.com. I've tested a lot of facial and skin care products, and I'm like a canary in a coal mine. Sometimes they say organic, But if it isn't really clean, my skin will let me know quickly. And it isn't pretty. Here are a couple of facial products and ideas that have worked well for this super sensitive Green Diva. Make your own facial wash. It is so simple to make a nice face wash out of essential oils. Go to thegreendivas.com to find out my favorite recipe for lavender face wash. Lily Organics is my favorite moisturizing cream. Really clean really works visit environmental working group ewg.org to get ratings on all your favorite facial and skincare products to find out more about the green divas radio show and podcast visit thegreendivas.com
0: now more from the green divas and the token testosterone green dude scott
1: all right now i'm snapping and popping welcome back to the green divas radio show more coffee for you more coffee for (laughs) me you know i'm off the sauce
2: Ah, now wait a minute, you better yes, clarify that know. one over the air, sweetheart.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, by the way, you're on with Green Diva Meg and Green Diva Lisa and,
2: and Green Diva Scott, Green who's drinking Scott his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> who's speaking of coffee, I'm not off the sauce.
1: No, I um, I gave up coffee last week, and I've okay, actually okay. been um,
2: why? why because the coffee council says it's really good for you.
1: The coffee council, the coffee bean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well you know for me it's just not that healthy i i you don't really want to know about all the various um health issues it affects on me
2: oh okay i just do better Your without coffee it intolerant
1: but i'm coffee addicted and it really was painful to stop last week
2: did you have the headaches
1: i did i had a headache. And... i don't even drink that much coffee well how like much maybe, were you drinking like maybe two cups a day
2: two gigantic cups
1: well, yeah, maybe. all right maybe, maybe.
2: that's maybe. a big cup
3: so I'm a decaf girl. Everybody poo-pooes it, and I'm all about flavor. And I find really rich, dark, oh, delicious coffees. So
2: what, what did you go to? Well,
1: tea. Decaf. Yeah, I'm I'm drinking tea. So there's still caffeine, but yeah. it's a different thing. And I'm drinking a lot less. So. so was
2: it the oil in the coffee bean that was bugging you? Maybe. I don't know. All right. So how's it going with the tea?
1: It's it's okay. I'm actually feeling pretty good. But uh but I'll tell you I like my coffee on our Saturday morning. Oh you, you a little bit of shake there, okay. So yeah, I'm a little I, it's but I'm I'm better. As you can see. You're better. I'm, <laughs> not energy. Apparently. I'm, I'm happy. I'm You're happy. Well
3: I wanna say something about our new sponsors, Essentia. We just uh listened to the, their our little ad with them and I am so eager to try their beds. Oh my God! You look a little now, sleepy. That yeah. now that i now <laughs> like that I like that commercial, am, I am sleeping on a bed that isn't perfect, but I am so eager to try those beds.
1: Excellent, excellent, excellent! Yeah, I want, and they have pillows too, so and dog pillows.
2: beds, and dog beds, yeah, all kinds of all fancy, all natural, anything that can be film. cushy.
1: How
3: can you go wrong?
1: So I just want to remind folks that they can call us here at 973-267-9687, talk to us, talk to our guests, give us ideas. Um, and you can also go to our Facebook page, Green Divas Radio Show, or just Facebook.com slash Green Divas. We have a direct link now. Um, and interact with us. We, we, we and love And friend that. us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Be a friend.
1: Yeah, we like friends. Everybody likes friends. Everybody
2: needs friends. Yeah, especially ones that can give them great advice on uh, sustainable living.
3: (laughs) So that's what we do, actually. We're just regular folks, and if you haven't listened to us before... You're divas. Well, I'm a diva in training. Oh, okay. (laughs) But the point is we we decipher, we go through a lot of information, and we try to bring you information that you can use every day.
1: Awesome. Sleeping naked is green. At least Vanessa Farquharson, who wrote the book, thought so. Using her hilarious book, we will explore and expand on some of the 366 journal entries where she shares her year-long journey of trying new ways of being green on a daily basis. This segment is brought to you by Essentia, the only natural memory foam mattress in the world. MyEssentia.com. And, of course, the Green Divas Radio Show. Now, that was our little intro into our Sleeping Green. I just got it? sleepy there for a sleeping minute. Sleeping Naked is great. <laughs> Scott was confused. I don't think he was up to speed that we were going into this little segment. Well, you kind
2: of just dropped it right on. It's yeah.
1: a new win. We're we're, all, we're adjusting. It's good. It's great. So today we have picked her. We're trying to go by month. She doesn't necessarily have all the days. Well, this is out of her book. This is out of the book, yeah. The book. And we picked September 20th, which for her was day 224. Uh, and it says, leave the do not disturb sign on your hotel door for the duration
2: of month's I have to do that anyway. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're sleeping and you don't want to be
2: disturbed? Yes. Sleeping yes, naked? Yes, that's it. Yes. <laughs> well, I, tra-
1: I travel a lot
3: for business. I don't always stay in the hotel room. But um, it, I know that if I put... And it's not just about not replacing your sheets or your towels, which m- hotels are most hotels are getting pretty good about not doing every day. But the other thing is, I don't want them in there using electricity by vacuuming, using toxic cleaners by dusting and, and washing and stuff. So it's not just about the laundry. It really saves some other things as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it is nice now that most hotels I've traveled to in the last few years do give you the option. They'll write down a little note that oh, says, yeah? you know. have seen that. They give you the option about. You have um, to go to the nice hotel,
2: Scotty. Oh, yeah. Well, hourly rates. What's the matter with that?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they'll, but they'll give you options is, for if you want your linens cleaned or not in terms of your towels. You know, you put the towels here if you oh, want absolutely. them cleaned. Right. And,
2: no, um, I've done that in the past. I mean, because you know you're staying multiple days. I mean, I don't need my bed made by somebody every day. It's you know we're gonna right. be there for a couple of days. I know, it's good I know. Tear it apart when we get and back. And I anyway. think
1: Lisa's right. It is more about all of the things that go into the room cleaning, not sure. just the linens. Um, But more and more hotels. You know, I get press releases every day now, almost every day, and I'm not exaggerating, from some new... Eco-friendly hotel, or um, you know, the Wyndham hotels that are get you know they're doing spe- specific sustainability. Right. Well, I think well, we, need, a, like, I think no we need to go and inspect those hotels. And I can't check them out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I,
1: I have gotten some very nice invitations, and uh,
3: well, I hope that we have some invitations. I have to check on your list. I hope we have some invitations between here in Austin, Texas. Yeah, because I need to travel down, and be, since we're talking about traveling. I went online to see about what my carbon footprint would be, whether I drove or flew. And I'm still actually doing some homework on that. But um, I have a, a small SUV. I have a Highlander, which mm-hmm. is actually built on a pretty car f- chassis. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty efficient. It's an older one, so it's not a hybrid uh, yet. But when I went online and put my mileage in, it looked like... Um, Having a small driving a small car down was the lowest of the footprints. Right. Driving a big car like a giant SUV was the largest footprint. But my um, my car, I'm, think, I'm thinking, is medium, and it's about the same. It came out about the same as taking an airplane. I was going
1: to yeah. say, what you know, how does it compare to flying or train? Right.
3: Um, in my case, the airplane was about equal to, like, my decision w- was whether do I drive or do I...
2: Well, I wonder if they base that on the number of people that it can transport not so much amount of carbon it puts out.
1: Absolutely. It's my carbon
2: foot. you know, the right. individual's carbon footprint. Well,
1: there are lots of different ways to travel, whether it's business, family, adventure, but there's a lot of information out on the Internet about um, eco-travel, eco-tourism, um, and volunteer tourism, and, and just... Really quickly, I want to say air travel accounts for 3.5 percent of human contributions to global warming. which you know, I don't know if that's a lot or
2: not, but well, if global warming really exists, and that's then.
1: according to the, yeah, well, that's according to what? the intergovernmental. Let me say this: intergovernmental panel on climate change, which they believe it does, apparently. So I just listed a couple. <laughs> it's too bad of our politicians don't listen to our. government. Yeah, well, you can go to our website and get What's um, on the panel? get links to. Uh, I, I've I've got a bunch of links for eco travel resources. And other relevant resources if you want to, you know, calculate your carbon footprint. So Mm -hmm. if you go on our website,
3: thegreendivas.com, you you can check on some of those resources that we've put there for you.
1: Well, that was fun. (laughs) Remember to tune in to the Green Divas radio show next week to hear another installment of Sleeping Naked is Green, based on the book by Vanessa Farquharson. This segment was sponsored by Essentia, the outrageously comfortable natural memory foam mattress, so you can sleep green and healthy. Find out more at MyEssentia.com. That was funny because I just, you know, I'm learning how to work with Mike who's like Oh,
3: let's give a shout out to Mike. Mike takes such good care of us every Saturday morning. We're...
1: (laughs) <laughs> and I hit him with new stuff like this all the time, and, and I, he's doing such a good job at training me. It's um, so
3: nice to trust. Training me. <laughs> we, it's so nice to have somebody we can trust to take care
1: of things the way they need to be taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's, you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. We'll get better at that. So there you go. Um, now, Lisa, why don't you talk to us about your take two?
3: Well, um, we're going to talk about, with our with our special guest, we're going to be talking a little bit about solar. So I started thinking about the things. I'm going to make my segment short because we have so much to talk about um, with our guest. But um, I just want to talk about, well, one of the repurposing things that I wanted to talk about is now that we're back at school, to remind everybody that you can buy used textbooks. Yeah. Um, not only will you save money, but... A tree,
2: you no, know,
3: and you can find out about those on sites like Amazon.com and Half.com, and I'm sure there's some others as well. Yep, good. But back to the sun thing. The sun thing. I just had some simple reminders. One is to remind people how simple it is to make sun tea. Yeah, right. Use old, the sun. Take an old jar, and put some nice, healthy water in there, and a tea bag or three. And stick it out in the sun, and really if you if you don't have time to you know watch it while it's out in the sun or pay pay attention to it, do you have to watch you it? can you don't have to watch it <laughs> but what you can do I mean you can actually make sun tea in the refrigerator if you needed tea, you nice the, tea the at the end of the day, <laughs> it's not really sun tea at that point, but there are what you don't have to heat water to make right. iced tea. Is Absolutely. what I'm trying to say, and it you just can, takes longer? you can put tea bags in water in the refrigerator and go off oh. to work for the day. Yeah, but it and tastes the better the day, in, the,
2: in the sun, doesn't it? It really does. does. Yeah, and they're
3: it's so pretty special. sitting there out special. on your on your back porch or whatever.
1: Sure. Do you think that the that the tea is happier because it's been in the sun? Yes, of course it, it is. is. But does it have more vitamin D? Uh, that's no but, you know but you do
2: from going out in the sun <laughs> right exactly
1: and that's
3: something that we should all consider we don't want to have we don't want to overexpose ourselves to the sun but let's remember that the sun provides us with vitamin D and um, i did a little re- research on different sites about what's the recommended amount of time and it's pretty much depending on the time of year and the time of day you go out it's about 10 minutes a day on your face is really all you need to absorb the amount of vitamin D that
2: you need. Really? You must have a lot of D.:
1: I don't put 10 minutes on my face. I might get it on my limbs, but not after having my carcinoma removed from my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: I,
3: I do put, you really want the UBV UB, UBB. <laughs> UB. Um, <if laughs> I yes? could talk, I would say.: Bank of B What is it? UVB. Uh, <laughs> Um, those are the ones you want. And so when you know you're going to be out in the sun more, put on some suntan lotion with some protection on it. And yeah, well, as we're learning, there's some healthier ways. We have a blog post about um, what to look for in sunscreen.
2: Yes, because we'll there's some that are just that. bad for you, believe it or not.
3: Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll repost. We'll link mention to that post, it yeah. and link to that post uh and find out about what. what is some of the healthier...
2: Oh, be smart about on. it. Moderation, cover-up. You know, you, if you're going to be out for an extended period of time, make sure you cover up, mm-hmm. wear but a hat.
1: Lisa is a sun worshiper and always has
2: uh-huh. been. Well, I was. I see all the freckles, I can tell.
3: That's wow. from. That's from the... Before I understood what damage I was doing, damage.
1: What a great tribute to El Sol. Thank you, sis. You bet. But I want to give Scotty a little bit of time before we go to our next break, because you've got a couple of things to talk about in your eco geek thing.
2: Well, we're talking about solar energy, using solar energy. And, of course, you've heard me talk about how expensive the systems are. And for the little guy, it's it's not easy to obtain a solar system for your home. But uh, Sungevity, who was West Coast and is now coming east, um, has systems that you can lease, which yeah, is zero idea. down. I like that. Okay, it is a lease, so you're mm-hmm. paying for it. But uh, according to what they say, it's 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 less. It'll be less than your electric bill.
1: Wow! Yeah, oh, that's a party. That's
2: huge. Um, there's no upfront costs. Um, they will design and install the system for you. And they monitor, maintain, and ensure your system.
3: Really? I like the maintain idea. It's like, you know, if something goes wrong with it and you're leasing it, they come and fix it.
2: Absolutely.
1: I love that. Talk about how, you know, one of their one of the ways you found them or, or their, their little marketing thing. That
2: you oh, the, the... I think that's they, so they, cool. Well, one of their marketing things is they have a, an ice cream truck. And it oh. is solar, and it runs on biodiesel. And solar. It's got giant solar right. panels on it. I guess that's and the refrigeration, right? Sure, absolutely. I mean, my God, people, I mean, listen up, all right? The sun is the best source of energy that we have, and it's time to start using it. Now, one one of the – you know, we're going to go into a segment here about co-opping yeah, uh, solar not. energy, yeah. which uh, for you people who may not be aware of it, there are – the the amount of buildings that are now using solar energy, the amount of corporations and industrial buildings are using solar energy is, is growing very quickly. Yeah. And one of the things that I really think that needs to be done is co-opting local energy sources. Yeah. And, yeah. and and sharing it amongst, you know. The communities. The cost right. amongst communities. mm mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Power outages, not so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: You're right. Oh, Yeah. Well, as long as you can store it, it's got to be... Well, you know. it
2: will always be a combination of... We
1: had five days of rain this week.
2: Yeah, but the, it doesn't do need direct sunlight. Okay, you can it. still
1: get enough? You can, get, a sun, really? you
2: can you, you get sun exposure on a cloudy day. I know you do, but okay. flat-out and, and, of rain. course, the amount of kilowatts being generated is different, obviously. Okay. Right. But um, let me tell you something. I mean, the storage systems are so much better now. Yeah, they are. And, they are. and not only that, you're still going to be on the grid. There'll still be a, a, a share, Well, I have and, a, a question
3: about that. So... Um, obviously, if you if you're producing a lot of wind or solar energy, you can act you, you can sell it back to the utility companies, right? Well,
2: yes, okay. figuratively you're selling it back to them. They're, they're, I mean, if you're on the grid, like when we're talking about these co-op systems, it's being shared, okay? And so it does go back on the grid. So that that is something that you're accredited for. But uh, you know, um, those credits come; they don't come to your house in cash. Necessary. I, no, thought
3: I'd, yeah. I thought I'd heard about people actually making money doing that. Well, and, I think
1: it's but possible, but I'm not sure My other question: states are different. My other question
3: is, does that mean that the system um, works like a Prius, where you use the solar as much as you can, and then if you need electric, you're tapped into the system because you're able to return it?
2: Well, some of the systems, a lot of the individual home systems, you're, you're still tapped into the grid, and basically what happens is at night, uh, or during times of heavy use, say you're running air conditioners, uh, washing machines, and everything all at And wants, you live in Texas, and you may very well be pulling from the grid, you know, mm-hmm. a- a- on a sunny day. I mean, the the amount of, uh, I mean, yes, on a sunny day, you should be able to to run your home without, and 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 yes, literally run your meter backwards. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, there's, I mean, nowadays with the amount of electronics we have in our homes, we're really using a lot of energy, so. Common sense dictates that, yes, you're going to still need to be attached to the grid to some extent.
1: All right. Well, I'm really looking forward to talking to Shannon Coulter a little bit more about this stuff and we can ask her questions. Um, We're going to go to a break now, but uh, please stay tuned. We have lots of interesting stuff coming up. Have you or someone you care about gone through cancer treatments recently? Chances for survival are better than ever. But to support complete healing, call Dr. Kathy Ostroff, a certified clinical nutritionist helping post-cancer patients bring their bodies back into balance. Her highly individualized programs are based on detailed blood analysis that highlight critical imbalances. Call Dr. Ostroff at 973-822-2529. That's 973-822-2529.
0: Now more from the Green Divas and the token testosterone green dude, Scott.
1: Hello. Welcome back to the Green Divas radio show. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what would that
3: look
2: for? Oh, green dude Scott and green dude Alisa
1: and green dude Green dude Meg. <laughs>
2: That's funny.
1: I'm all out of whack today
2: because you left the studio for a second. There, would you run down the hall and run I, back? I did. I did. I was what my... is in your tea? Seriously, <laughs> come on.
1: Earl Gray, my buddy Earl. <laughs> my buddy. My buddy my Earl. My buddy Earl. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we have Shannon Coulter and and her title is uh, VP of Marketing and Communities with One Block Off the Grid. And I want to get her on the air to explain what One Block Off the Grid is all about. Hang on. Shannon? Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Meg? Good morning. You're on good the morning. air. Thank you. And now I know you're out in San Francisco, so I'll just right up front say thank you for waking up to talk to us. No
5: <laughs> problem.
2: They got Girl. way too much fog out there to have solar, don't they? That's a very common misperception. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us all about it.
1: No, I I really wanted to hear, you know, um, give us a 101 on One Block Off the Grid and what what that's all about. Yeah, it's kind of
5: an interesting story. One Block Off the Grid was founded by a couple, a married couple, um, or at least the the seeds of One Block Off the Grid started with them in San Francisco. They... um, tried to go solar and did research and found that it was taking a really long time just to even find out how to do it, and it took about nine months for the whole process to happen front to finish. And um, when their solar panels finally went on their house, all their neighbors were so curious about it uh, and approached them and said, would you help us do this too, that they realized they kind of had a a business model in hand. Um, And organized the first group discount in San Francisco and a significant number of people went solar through that group and then um, it became a part of a business think tank called Virgins and uh, became an, a formal business and was founded by our CEO Dave Lorenz. so we got our start in San Francisco and then you know moved to other cities as well and we've been active. I think in um, our main flagship discounts, we've been in about 10 states, and our total discounts we've been in 40 states now, so um, we've taken a number of households solar, about 1,500 at this point, and uh, people, it, homeowners really like the model because they feel like they're doing it with other people, yeah. and it's a little bit safer. and. Um, uh, of well, course, I like- the pricing is better because we can negotiate a group discount, so they love that too. We typically save people between three, and e- sometimes even up to ten thousand dollars this way.
1: Wow! Well, yeah. I love the concept of community. I mean, your title had something to do, and I I didn't get it correctly, but um, had something to do with VP of Communities. <laughs> I just love that.
5: Right? Yeah we we have a really vibrant, active, active and very engaged community of people who are interested in solar and um, it's really fun it's the best part of my job that I get to talk to them every day
1: well I know that you do have um, communities growing out here in New Jersey or at least um, starting to right
5: New Jersey is actually one of our most um, active states because of New Jersey's solar incentives which are changing a little bit right now but are still among the best in the country, so New Jersey's really been a leader in solar, and the rest of the country is always really surprised when they hear that because they don't associate New Jersey with solar; uh, they I associate
1: know.
5: California with solar. That's the know. Garden State. Another oh, one up. of those um, right. frequent
3: misconceptions.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I tell you, it's it, the great thing about this is is one of the things that we've been battling here is a lot of the misconceptions about you know how easy it is to get solar going in in your household and and how it and when it will work. The, That's well, why I made mis- that you know statement about you know foggy, you know, you know, San Francisco. Well, the misconception
1: of how hard it is to do it. I think the people it's are thinking right. it's so right. difficult.
5: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a very good point you raise because really the homeowner doesn't have to do anything. We had, you know, in, the reason we were founded is because often homeowners are intimidated by the process of approaching contractors and vetting them and, try, and they don't really know, you know, what makes a good solar contractor versus a bad solar contractor? So, they, they need somebody to help them through the process, which is why we're here. Um, but the, really, when, when they decide to do it and they pull the trigger, there is not much they have to do. And we actually process all the incentive paperwork for them because Ooh, that can be pretty confusing. That's and attractive. It's just, yeah. yeah. They just have
2: to sit there. Right? Um, I think if more people really understood just how wonderful it is to have solar energy, I mean, everybody would do it if, if they could afford to do it.
5: So- well, it does. I'll be honest. It doesn't make sense for
2: everyone. You know, if you have a really cheap
5: electric bill and, um, you know, you do the math and you figure out, okay, it's going to take me... 15 to 20 years to pay back the system that I'm buying. It might not actually make sense. We still have some really environmentally motivated people who decide to do it anyway. But the people it really makes sense for are the people who are paying a lot for electricity every month, and who have a great south-facing roof that you know you put some panels on it, and that system's going to pay it for itself in you know four to five years in New Jersey. And, you know, and then it's just free electricity after that for the rest of the time you're in your house. So,
3: so we have people from all over the country listening in. So if, uh, for, as, if I'm a homeowner, what's the first thing I do to get engaged in this process with you?
5: I'd recommend going to our site. We have a great homeowner's guide to solar on our site, and it just has all the basics of, what you know, what is this? The very common, commonly asked quick questions like, right. will I have electricity when the power goes out? Um, and signing up on our site, which is completely free and no obligation, and we have an amazing team of solar advisors who take a really information based approach to answering people's questions. There's no hard sell. It's just like we help the homeowner figure out is this the right decision for me? Is this the right move for my house? Do I have the right roof for it? You know, do I replace my roof before I do this because my roof is kind of old? We'll help you answer all those questions.
1: Wow. Well, and you know, I want to go back though to. Calculating whether this might be a good decision for you or not, and and I guess if it's purely economic, there probably are you know more people that it it might not work for than you think. But I think more and more people are are starting to add value to being more sustainable for a number of reasons other than just money. Yeah, that's true. With the environment, and I also wonder if we have to sort of. Maybe it's it's this kind of risk game with what's going to happen to energy costs. I don't know. In the next five years, will well, they, I be really glad that I got solar installed because, like, you know, energy is going to skyrocket?
5: Yeah, that's a very good point you raised. That it's, it's, you know, the average American is paying 6% more each year for the electricity they use. In L.A., the main utility there just announced that they want to raise rates by 11% in one year. So, lay. You know, it's it's in New Jersey. I know you guys pay a lot for electricity, which is one of the reasons solar makes so much sense there. So, you know, there's a great estimator tool on our site. It's one um, bog slash oh sorry one bog dot org slash solar dash estimate. But even if you just Google solar estimate tool and OneBog, which is one B as in boy OG, you'll find it. And it it helps you do the math and figure out, you know, like, what's my return on investment here? It asks you, you know, what's your average monthly utility bill? It helps you draw an outline of your roof and find out,
1: you know, how much solar power am I going to generate? I'm going there. (laughs) <laughs> After the show, I'm going there. It's
5: fun. It's fun.
1: Well, listen, can you talk to that article that, that you and I kind of initially got hooked up with that I thought was so great about oh, yeah. women being marketed or the lack of marketing to women, which may be a factor in um, yeah the slow, slower growth? Yeah. yeah. So
5: 85, it's really interesting, 85% of the people in our database are men, which is I find really fascinating and disturbing because it means that women aren't really being engaged in this conversation, right? And I think that that's very typical of most solar companies, and it's because the solar industry tends to take a very gear-centric, um, size matters approach to
2: solar, <laughs> unfortunately. And Well, yeah, um, it does. <laughs> how big is your system? Well, I, I have to tell you, I mean, when it does come to the home, Usually, the the men are involved in any changes to the home, correct?
1: Maybe. Well, I Maybe.
5: actually, having worked at baby center for a number of years, I know that women are actually the driving force beha- behind most major household purchases. Um, solar being an exception to that, so that's an interesting exception to me, and it's what I want to understand better. Women, seventy seven percent of households, women are paying the power bills every month. So this connection between how much you're paying for power each month, and and how you're getting that power, is not really like women aren't really thinking a lot about that yet.
1: Yeah, we got to make it sexier.
2: Well, I certainly, yeah, I, when, I certainly hope it. It's like, often
5: their husbands who approach them about going solar because they're more into it, and women often block that process because they think of it as another piece of frivolous gear that they don't really need. Oh, okay. But if, if they knew that coal-powered you know, coal power plants are the number one source of pollution in the country, not cars, they're putting a ton of particulate matter into the air that their kids are breathing, you know, and they knew that going fuller would eliminate that from the air, I think that they would be a lot more engaged in the process.
3: I think that's an amazing point to make. I think people... Forget that electricity is powered by coal. Yeah, that is.
2: Or more often than not, yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot
5: of our power in this country is powered by coal. Well,
1: and, then there's nuclear, yeah.
5: And nuclear, right? So, and you know, solar is free. It's clean. It's renewable. It's it's such a no-brainer, especially if your house pays a lot of money for power
1: already. Mm.
2: Well, I certainly hope that that uh, I mean, in any household, that it's a, a combined effort to make a major purchase like this. Well,
1: it is. It is. But it is a surprise that yeah. women aren't more on board with the whole. Well, you know why? I mean, partly, listen, a lot of women are concerned about um, the home and how it looks and how it presents, and it's more cosmetic. Yeah, seriously. Um, That's
5: true. But and solar so, is the new black. And we were
1: in Martha Stewart magazine in July, and she said it's beautiful. So. I agree. Oh, you do, I
2: agree. <laughs> you but, do realize there's actual solar panels that look like roof shingles.
1: There are, yeah. Great are, systems. Yeah. But, but, I, but what I'm saying is I remember having to replace a roof once and the amount of expense, and I thought, well, but you know what? I would love to redecorate my kitchen rather than pay for that roof because who's going to see the darn roof? In the good. long run, it's very frivolous thinking, but I know that it, it is somewhat sure. of a thought pattern for a number of But women. in the long run, um,
3: women get involved because this is all about budgeting. So if That's they do right. want to yeah. renovate their kitchen, yeah. it's going to matter to them how money gets spent so that it, the marketplace that so needs correct. to address them.
1: Yes. Well, and I, is, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say I like the, the way that you brought it back to, you know, if women are thinking about being concerned about their children's health. And right. the air quality of no, seriously, and and uh-huh. <sighs> what? Well,
2: all right, so I He's rolled laughing. my eyes, but I was thinking of something else. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Shannon. I'm sorry.
5: Oh uh, no, this the, the point that you just made about savings is so accurate. You know, women. That's I think that's the real end is that I know that women are really, really engaged in any kind of savings for their household. And if they really do the math with our estimator toll and see, how, like, the average household would save about $1,200 a year by going solar. Wow. And so that's a lot of money for your
3: family. It that's is. an average. That means that, that people, some people are saving a lot more. Well,
1: frankly, that's, that's a couple right. of trips to the spa. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just well, – we are my, divas after all. Well, I, I'm not as <laughs> much in that set way, of golf but clubs, but right? I'd like to be. That's um, for a
5: power bill of about 100 bucks a
1: month. There. Wow! No, but but I mean, the, the, some people that that will have uh, an appeal <laughs> right. from that from that uh, direction. Anyway. The big barrier too is
5: that it costs a lot to go solar if you buy a system. But now there are options to lease solar as well, so that's a cheaper way to do it.
1: Yeah, Scotty, we were just
2: talking about that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So, well, listen, Shannon, I'm so glad you called and explained that, and I want people to check out One Block Off the Grid. That's 1bog.org and find out more because I think it's a really interesting way to to enter the solar world.
5: Thank you so much for having
1: me, man. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Wow. Yeah, I, I like it.
2: I, it. I tell they're you, there. you can't go wrong. We've, we've brought, we bring it up all the time. I, I mean, it's but, free, and they have systems. A lot of people just they're afraid, just like you know the the um, the, the thing with electric cars. Everyone's afraid. Oh, I don't know if it would you know do yeah. right for me. Yeah. The, solar energy on your home, you can't go wrong. It's You're education. Still tied to the grid. A
1: lot of it is education, and that's
2: what we're here to wake help. wake up people. Let's we're go. We're
1: Here to help educate. <laughs> now, I want to mention we are still running our fabulous G two Organics. Uh, Speaking of spas and divas, um, G2 Organics products are really luscious, you know, and non-toxic. Non-toxic organic. They don't even smell bad. Yeah, um, they smell bad.
2: They don't. They they don't don't smell bad.
3: Nail polish no, and nail polish remover are like, whoa. I, I used No to,
2: acetone and that stuff.
3: No. Yeah. I used to like to, um, I, we used to wish that when I traveled for business that I could do my nails on the plane. But, of course, I never would because it yeah.
1: smells so bad. Right. You can't now you can These whip products. it out anywhere, baby. <laughs> but um, other than just the, the nail products, less. they also have, she, they've also launched um, some really luscious skincare care products. are yeah, luscious. Luscious, I mean, really trying, diamond. Try this diamond, so. yeah. diamond dust. D two. Yeah, diamond Anyway, head. they've generously offered to give away a little a uh, basket of product, and I'm not sure what would be included, but I'm telling you, it'll be good, no matter okay. what it is. Diamonds to one of our lucky Facebook fans who signs on and likes us on Facebook and mentions G two Organics on our Facebook
2: page. So if you tell two friends, yeah, to like us. Yeah, well, and they tell two friends.
1: Well, and anyway, we will do it randomly pick once we get to 3,000. And we do have a bunch of names now, but we're going to do um, a random pick live in the studio so you can know that we're not just picking somebody we like. <laughs> but uh, if you like us, so you'll be tell in the your running. Friends. Tell your friends. Go to Green Divas and mention G2 Organics and be in the running. So anyway, got that out of the way cause i almost forgot you know next week we have Carrie Whitman who's the eco interior designer to the stars out in LA. Ooh. Yeah, she's really very an energetic and i i've looked at her website and her facebook page and she's got some really beautiful, interesting, environmentally friendly designs.
3: Designs and materials yeah. and things oh, that yeah. we can all yeah. think about when we're interior doing our design own homes. stuff
1: when we're you know like I, I was going down that road earlier for whatever reason <laughs> it's a lack of coffee what can I say I'm lack, just you know
2: lack of coffee lack you're of bouncing coffee. off
1: the walls with the tea
2: <laughs> it's all in your mind
1: uh, you don't so, need coffee you have tea anyway um,
3: so what are, who do we, ha- um, huh? we ha- who's our call in diva next week
1: you know I don't know the answer to that question
3: oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> I
1: guess that yep you caught me there <laughs> um, it's on a list somewhere it is on a list it's just not in front of me
3: well, all week long between now and next week, we'll be posting blogs and things of interest. So check out our blog at thegreendivas.com and listen in on Facebook at Green Diva Radio Show. Yeah, yeah.
2: Now. What? Now, people. Now.
1: Oh, right now. Right now.
2: We, we know, and we've all watched the news, that there are certain terrorist activities supposedly happening out there. Well, if you so see something. If you see something, say something. Don't be shy.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Thank you, police dude Scotty.
2: No, tomorrow, to it's common sense. We live in this world together. I know. I and know. we will not let these, oh, let's see, SOBs <laughs> get, get into our worlds. No, no. Don't, be par-
3: don't
1: be paranoid.
3: Just be smart yeah. and aware. That's good.
2: That's good. See something, and, say something.
1: And otherwise, I hope everybody will just have a, a thoughtful, thoughtful moment or two uh, tomorrow. And um, I'd like to say a little
3: something to our siblings today is the anniversary of the passing of our mom who taught us It is a big part of why we're here today. She's taught us about caring for others. And um, this, since this is a family show, I'd like to just make a mention of our wonderful mom,
1: mama, 17 years ago, she left Can't anyway. Um, it's all, it's all good. So I hope everybody has a wonderful green week and, um, check in with us on Facebook in the meantime. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to the Green Divas radio show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, follow them on Facebook and Twitter, and don't forget to visit the blog at thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. And remember to share the good green news with friends and family.